Hello there, this is Sherry Ways, your interior environment coach, and I am back on my podcast series entitled Design Psychology 101 Sacred Spaces. And this program is to provide you my coaching expertise as a certified design psychology coach, a certified feng shui practitioner, certified interior environment coach to help you reprogram your energy, transform your interior space, and reset your life. And I do this by using my creative gifts to inspire and educate you on how to create peaceful and productive interior environments. So this podcast series is not a typical uh, interior decorating uh, design podcast. This is dealing with holistic design principles, um, understanding the impact of our interior environments on our mental, physical well-being. And I, I am just honored to talk to you and share my knowledge on a variety of different topics. And um, as an author of an Amazon best-selling book, Feel Good Spaces, a guide for decorating your home for the body, mind, and spirit, as well as my latest book, Landing on Your Feet and Putting Down Roots, 21 Rituals to Transform Your Life and Your Interior Space. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about color and understanding how to use color from not just an an aesthetically pleasing way, but looking at color from a healing aspect as well as how can we use color, um, considerations for color in our interior environments that are more than just uh, a wall color because it's in the trend or it's the color of the year or what have you, but it's understanding how the color impacts you. Um, So it's like color psychology or color therapy. So we're gonna talk, excuse me, a little bit about those today. and the complications of what color is and how people view it and all those awesome things. So, um, okay, well, let's, let's, let's kind of dive into this because it's, it's actually one of my favorite um, topics um, in the area of interiors and in the coaching process that I do. So, you know, I've, I've always been, excuse me, drawn to color. Um, color is so essential in my mind for evoking a feeling in a space. And as a designer, I've, I've studied the healing aspects of color and how to use it therapeutically while creating what I call feel-good interiors for my clients. And um, I'm fortunate to have learned from some well-known color experts nationally and internationally how to utilize and maximize the healing qualities of color. So I'm a certified color 
therapist and I'm certified in color and design and uh, certified uh, in uh, color selections uh, for the home uh, from three different entities. And I, I'm, I'm very proud about that. And I feel like I'm well qualified to talk about this topic. Um, I've also served as a color consultant for Benjamin Moore, as well as um, you know other companies, and have been studying and working with people, uh, clients for years um, on color, including um, specifying color for not only home environments but for um, commercial environments as well. So um, through this knowledge and experience, I've really have been able to garner some amazing results for my clients and um, want to share with you a little bit about understanding how color works and how you could use it to create peaceful and productive environments in your home. So, um, you know, when it comes to color, everyone has a different opinion and a strong preference. And I also always caution my clients about color and say, you know, look, it's very powerful. Uh, very, uh, people are very opinionated about it. Um, color is influenced by light, natural light, as well as artificial light. So, you know, I've had a lot of clients with a lot of frustration about selecting color. Some of them really feel that it's, it's a very arduous process. Um, it, it creates frustration because they want the right color in the interior. And I, you know, say just take a step back and think about it from the standpoint of what you want to feel in that space. What is the environment you're trying to create or the overall intent of that space? So, you know, the colors you choose for your interiors should say something about you, who you are, what you wish to express, what you need, and what creates the environment you desire. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit. Um, many years ago, uh, when I bought my first home, um, I was in a situation where I wanted the home to reflect who I was, who I am, as well as my culture. So um, at that time, it was in the late 90s, and this whole idea of Af Afrocentric or ethnic decor was was very popular and there were several designers and others out there that were writing books about it and i felt that the colors of the african diaspora diaspora i should say <laughs> um really was colors that i wanted to reflect i wanted the yellows the browns the earth tones as well as some of the brighter colors to be placed in my home, whether they were in the walls or my accessories or window treatments and all of those kinds of things. And I studied the books. I studied photographs. This was way before I even had any design training um, and created and recreated through color a home oasis for myself 
so that whenever I came home from work and I felt um, inadequate or unbalanced, the space would automatically balance me because I made sure that the colors, the textures, the overall feeling that I wanted in the space was well represented. So, you know, if there is a particular style of, um, you know, or, or if you want to hearken back to your own ethnic background or your own cultural uh, nuances that, that, that help ground you, that's a great place to start. Um, so, you know, particularly if, if you are interested in creating a first impression of peace, groundedness, um, you want to kind of start there. One of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that our first impressions and reactions to color are all, most often rooted in our childhood experiences. So, you know, our most memorable reactions to color are from happy, sad, or traumatic moments in our lives. So I want you to close your eyes and think back to your childhood home, whether you live with your parents, a guardian, a grandparent, you know, take a moment to think about what was the experience of the colors in the home? What were some colors that you really liked and what colors did you really not like? Um, I know growing up, um, the colors, I just remember distinctly, we had a living room and dining room combination area and we had an accent wall. And that wall had wall covering and it was actually a very interesting sage green and it had these kind of lighter green leaves throughout. So it was kind of unusual um, wall covering for that time. It's something that I would see today, but you're talking about the 70s and 80s and it was, to me, pretty sophisticated um, choice that they made uh, for that dining room. Um, but for whatever reason, I, I grew up not liking green. And it wasn't until I became an adult that I appreciated the color. But was it because I didn't like the decor in my home? I don't know. Um, the other thing that I thought about um, as well as in my um, uh, bedroom, which I shared with my twin sister, we had a pink and white bedroom. And um, so the walls were pink and, you know, the, the bedding and the linens and everything were um, like either white or, or light pink. I can't really re recall right now, but I always have an affinity towards pink because to me, I thought it was like a happy color and it just created a happy environment, a very feminine uh, environment for, for me. And I always like pink. Now, do I decorate with pink now? No, I don't. But for a little girl's room, I just absolutely adore that color. So, um, and I think when I think back to a happy um, childhood from the standpoint that you know, I didn't suffer or had any major traumatic experiences, I will always um, associate pink with that. So that's something that, you know, you yourself can think about, you know, what colors associate with something negative? 
what colors associate with something positive. And that can help give you a clue as to what kinds of colors are going to be nurturing in your own environment. Because the colors and the images in your decor reflect different aspects of yourself that can either build you up or tear you down. Okay, so you wanna be really, really careful with color. Um, it can nurture your soul. Um, and I think determining what are your favorite colors um, is a great start as well. And to the best way really to learn about the effect of the colors is to look at those that we already have in our homes and really think through why did we select those colors? Um, do you still like those colors? Do you not like those colors? Um, or is your house um, totally without color? And what does that mean? Is it that you're afraid of taking risks? Is it that you are totally overwhelmed by color? Um, these are things that you really, really want to um, think about. Also, our color preferences coincide with major changes in our lives. And a change in attitude or a physical state is often accompanied by the change in our color preferences. And I, I recall some years ago someone saying to me, the older you get, particularly women, the older women get, um, they're more bolder in their color choices. And um, I, I witnessed this uh, very recently uh, with a client that I designed her kitchen. And, um, you know, we did bamboo and um, cabinets and a neutral um, backsplash tile, hardwood floors, um, a pretty neutral um, Caesar stone countertop. And she kept asking me, she said, I just want a pop of color. I want a pop of color. I said, okay, well, we can do that through uh, the window treatments, upholstery um, for the bar stool, I mean, counter stools and um, fabrics that we can choose for um, the dining table. And she came back with me uh, with an idea. She sent me, <laughs> texted me this photo of a farmhouse sink that was orange. And I, I, I took a step back. Now she's, I wouldn't say she's considerably older than me, but she's going into retirement. And I looked at the farm sink and while I thought it was pretty cool and wouldn't mind doing it, I just cautioned her about, um, you know, will you tire of this? Um, do you plan on um, buying another home sometime soon, uh, what, you know, is selling your house. And, you know, this is a very customized piece. And so I just kind of examined those things and she was really, really, uh, excited about it. Um, and, uh, we went for it and, uh, we included it in the design and it's very complimentary and, uh, she absolutely loves it. So, you know, one of the things you want to do is think about, you know, where you are with your life, you know, what kinds of colors energize you. And obviously the orange energized her and it also gave her a, you know, um, a punch uh, of energy that she didn't expect to have. Um, because research shows that there are different colors that evoke different feelings. And again, we're talking about through this series 
feelings, um, mindset, um, how the interior is evoking the feeling and, and how you're feeling around that. So colors are vibrational. They vibrate at various electromagnetic frequencies and those frequencies can make people feel either energetically harmonious or energetically dissonant. And you want to be clear about, again, going back to the intention, what is it that you want to feel? So in the work that I do for my clients, I use a concept called color therapy. So what is color therapy? Um, so it's simply the use of color to heal. Uh, it was originally a concept in which color and light were used to heal the sick way back in ancient times. And um, the ancient Egyptians were one of the first people that used color therapy. And um, of course, at that time, they did not have glass windows, but they would drape colored fabric over entrance rays, you know, where the sun would shine through them. And this way, as the sun would shine through the fabric, the colored fabric, um, those needing healing would get the healing based on the color fabric that was used. And um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, you know, in addition, ancient Egyptians and Greeks healed with colored minerals, stones, crystals, dyes, and painted their sanctuaries with these healing colors. So this is nothing new, you know, um, ancient Greeks used color to restore balance. So, you know, we're, we're thinking that, oh, this is so new wave and such, you know, nobody is really thinking along those lines, but you know, when you go back in history, you will find that there are examples of how color was used. So, you know, um, we always want to think of, you know, not just choosing color for the sake of color or because it's a trend. It's because we want to know how are we going to feel? And I'm going to keep saying it in that interior as a result of seeing that particular color. Now, one of my first design projects um, over a decade ago um, was creating a home-based holistic healing center. And I was really excited about this project. Um, the, the owner of the business uh, was also a Reiki healer and therapist. And um, so for this project, I created a home office retreat for her and her clientele. And I used, of course, feng shui and color therapy. So for this project, I, I, I remember it so vividly. I used uh, sage green as the neutral or the main color for the space. And, you know, the color associated with kindness, caring, compassion, and sharing as this was the business owner's desire that her clients feel when they entered her space. And sage green is a color that helps with matters relating to the heart. So she was doing counseling, you know, therapy. So she wanted her clientele to really 
feel comfortable and safe in that space. And then as an accent color, I used a um, Saddleback Brown. <laughs> it's actually, I believe, a Benjamin Moore color. Um, but browns overall are constant source of energy. It makes us feel supported and strong. And they're practical and trustworthy colors. Um, if we think about nature, we have the ground, you know, the earth tones, brown. Um, so the result of that project was just phenomenal. I mean, it's timeless. Um, people had complimented her over and over again about how well that interior turned out and uh, her clients grew and she, she's had a very, very successful business as a result of that. So, you know, it's understanding, what did she do? She understood um, in the beginning um, what her intent was for that space. And through that, I was able to create a palette that was going to work for her and her clientele. So <clears throat> according to color psychology, bright reds and yellows can cause agitation and anxiety while blues, purples, and greens are more calming and therefore painting walls and decorating with cool shades creates a stress reducing interior. Um, you know, in my previous example with the green, it stimulates feelings of the harmony, peace, hope, growth, and healing. Uh, blue is excellent for bedrooms and rooms where meditation is practiced, as well as purples are equally soothing, and they're generally tied to psychic awareness and intuition. So what would life be without colors? So it is an important aspect of your interior environment as colors are linked to different feelings and emotions. Uh, I mentioned pink earlier for my bedroom. It, it is considered a color of love and promotes a feeling of comfort in uncertain times. So I think psychologically for me growing up, I felt comfort in that color in my bedroom. Um, so, you know, decorate your home with accents of pink to feel the love. Uh, similarly, uh, orange, as I mentioned with the, um, the farmhouse sink, <laughs> is a beautiful color to use when you want to feel younger. Mm. So what, is, what do you think my client is trying to say when she puts a farmhouse sink in an orange color in her kitchen. If you want to see it, um, check out my Instagram at, um, at interior environ coach. Um, there is a, a, a photograph of that, uh, in there. So, um, so let me part with a couple of things. Um, you know, again, what were the colors that you grew up with? What colors did you have in your bedroom? Do you know if you liked it, if you didn't like it? Um, is there any negative uh, as well as positive experiences that you can explore as a result of your experience with color? Are you drawn to colors based on cultural, religious, or spiritual beliefs? And I, I told you about 
the decorating my home uh, with more cultural colors and experiences and how that created or evoked a feeling of self uh, love, knowledge, and self-worth for me. Um, so I, I invite you to, to collect paint chips, look at them together. Um, go on some of the major um, paint companies' websites. Look at their color trends. I'm not saying to decorate with trends, but some of these trends are pretty interesting. Sharon Williams just came out with their 2019 color mix. Uh, groupings and there's one set of colors that um, they, they tend to which is interesting they tend to always select uh, color schemes around holistic concepts so take a look at their 2019 color trends there there is one grouping around holistic concepts and that's a good place to start you know, based on, and I think they're mostly the cooler colors like the blues and so forth. Um, and, you know, look at the color chips, see if they look good together. Um, you know, make sure the colors that you have in your space are colors that you're going to be happy with for a long period of time. Um, consider a recent vacation that you may have taken or a new place you've never been before. What are your favorite vacation spots? You know, was one of the reasons why you enjoyed it was experiencing the colors? I know for me, um, many years ago, I, no, I'm sorry, not many years ago. <laughs> I guess maybe the last 10 years, I had the opportunity to go to Hawaii. And um, I absolutely love the colors out there. You know, the uh, the waterfalls, the the greenery, the... Um, pops of um, color from the uh, tropical plant life. I mean, it was just totally amazing. Take a look at those things. Take pictures of landscapes, neighborhoods, um, homes, you know, when you go places. Like if you go to Charleston, uh, South Carolina, or, um, you know, some sort of a historic town, sometimes places like um, in Italy, um, You'll find places there to have colorful uh, exteriors of homes and doors and things. You know, use those as inspiration. So my parting thought on color is to create balance. And balance comes from the right combination of both warm and cool colors. So whenever I create a color scheme for a client, I always strive to create one that balances both warm and cool colors. And if you don't quite understand what warm and cool is, go to an art supply store near you and get a color wheel and play with it for a minute. Look at, you know, one side is the cool colors, the other side is the warm colors. And look at how to combine those colors together that will help you. And I always select a neutral color that, that basically um, is painted throughout all of what I call the common areas, the hallways, the living areas, and those things. So I always go with a neutral, and then I might select um, two or three colors that uh, create uh, some interest for my clients. And 
The variety of the warm and cool colors helps bring a feeling of wholeness and connection to any space. Colors can have a profound impact on your emotions and everyday behavior. Your home should be one that reflects both your personality and taste and therefore don't be afraid to incorporate your favorite color in your interiors. So thank you so much. Uh, if you want to know more about color, um, there's a couple of books I would recommend. Um, the first is my book, Feel Good Spaces, Decorating Your Home for the Body, Mind, and Spirit, um, as well as a book that I contributed to um, a couple of years ago called Simply Color for Everyday Living. And that's um, through Deontha Harris. I, I, along with 25 other professionals, uh, color professionals, contributed to that book. And I have a chapter in there that talks about color and the feel-good space. And it's a great primer. I mean, there's, there's, you know, chapters about feng shui and color and nature and all kinds of things. So I, I definitely, now that book is only available through Deontha. That's D-I-A-N-T-H-A Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S. And um, it's called Simply Color for Everyday Living. Um, I would just do a Google search and purchase it directly from her because that book is not available through Amazon or other outlets. Um, if you're interested in it, you can contact me as well and I can get you a copy of that book. So I just want to say, as always, it's, it's great chatting with you about my knowledge and hopefully you are finding these um, quite interesting. And um, I look forward to um, seeing you again on a future podcast. Uh, and I invite you to uh, tell your friends about it. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.